How's it going today, guys? I'm back here live once again in the studio for another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Today is Tuesday, March 19th, 2019. You know what that means. Oh, man. We're two days. Two days out. Well. Officially. Well, until it starts, Technically, man. it starts tonight with the play-in games. I don't even <laughs> care about the play-in games because it's just like the calm before the storm is still there. And then yeah. we're going to see like absolute I mean, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Everyone needs to check out Belmont. Belmont's Belmont is a good team. team. They were They're my sleeper pick last Second podcast. highest scoring team mm-hmm. in all of the NCAA. Points a game. Yeah, I would, go ch- I would go check them out if I were y'all. I think they're probably going to run... Who they who they got tonight? St. John. No, they, they don't have St. John's. They got um got Temple. I think they'll yeah. run Temple out the gym tonight. So that'll be a good game to start. But I mean that leads in perfectly for the start with the East Region. But before we start off here with the East Region, since we're on the playing games, we might as well talk about the teams that got snubbed out of the NCAA tournament. Okay. Um, first off, I mean looking through like this entire bracket and teams that I don't think deserve to be in the tournament. I'm. First off, I don't think Oklahoma deserved a nine seed. I think they should have been way farther back than a nine seed if they even made it at all. I don't think they deserved to make it. I mean, I don't have a problem with really Temple or Belmont being in here, even though Belmont didn't win their conference. I mean, yeah. the amount of they're one of the best teams in the nation. They should be there, but I more so don't think Arizona State or St. John's deserves to be there or Ohio State. I think all three of those teams do not deserve to be in there. I mean, Ohio State's a team who can't play on the road. I mean, let's be honest, Ohio State really did not have I mean, Ohio State got beat by Purdue by about 40-something. Late in the season, it's not like they've had any, like, you know, major injuries or anybody coming back returning. So, I definitely agree with you. Uh, I think that my... Big snub for me. Uh, not really a big snub, just because like I wouldn't necessarily say that they deserve to be in, but I would have liked to see Indiana in just to see. No, Indiana top prospect. They're trash, but I'd like to see a top prospect. Uh, it's one of those teams that I mean, Ohio State is not that much better. I mean, there's cert- there's definitely going to be certain teams in the bracket that didn't deserve to be there. There's going to be teams that. Probably could have made a case to be there, but I don't think there was any like crazy snubs this year. I just really don't think Ohio State should have been there. Their only win against a ranked team was against Iowa, but I mean, we all know how badly Iowa did at the end of the season. They did not finish strong at all. I actually am pretty pissed off the Big Ten got the most teams in there. I mean, it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous that NC State or Clemson didn't get in there. They basically NC played State each definitely other. deserved. Yeah, I mean, NC State has wins against teams like Auburn, you know? I mean, like Clemson, too. Clemson was hot at the end of the season. They closed it. I mean, they basically could have beat them. They play in the hardest conference. Conference. I mean, people freak out over these teams not having great out-of-conference schedules, but I mean, you're playing in the ACC, you're playing against three number one seeds, a Florida State team who who almost won the ACC outright, you know, and they're mm-hmm. three seed, like, ACC is stacked up from top to bottom. Virginia Tech ain't no joke. I mean, I could go on and on and talk about all these teams in here. I think if you put a team in the bottom of the ACC and one of these other conferences, like the Big Ten, they could go out there and be a middle-class team, you know? And, like, St. John's, too, getting in here is mm-hmm. absolutely ridiculous. St. John's didn't even have a winning record in the conference, and they played nobody. What's I- tough with NC State, though, is their, their resume is going to speak louder in terms of, you know, that one stat that they're 1-8 versus tourney-bound teams. But... At the same time, those tournament teams that they played are top-seeded teams. They're very good teams. They're not like, you know, you're a 16-seed or a 15-seed. They're a very good team. They're an ACC powerhouse. So it does. it's tough to see them because even the games that they lost against tourney-bound teams, they put up a fight. And, I mean, it's hard to compete in the ACC, and it, it's almost like it's – almost a disadvantage to be in the ACC if you're not a powerhouse because 
you're going to have that record against tourney bound teams that might be pretty much mm-hmm. a weak or a poor effort but at the same time you're not you're facing a way more competitive schedule than most teams in this bracket total yeah, and when it comes to college football, we don't hold against the SEC the fact that they play week out, mm. that they're playing like directional schools in Louisiana, UL Monroe, Eastern Louisiana. You know what I mean? We don't hold that against them, so why are we holding it against the ACC in basketball? I mean, you're going up against the best competition. You don't need a hard out-of-conference schedule because your in-conference schedule is hard enough that it makes up for everything, you know? So that also kind of pisses me off a little bit. I definitely thought one of those two teams should have been there, if not both of them. I mean, they definitely played the hard schedule. There's also the teams that stole bids, you know, like like Oregon and Belmont, yeah. It's like Oregon stole one from uh, North Carolina Greensboro. They went twenty eight six. Uh, didn't have a crazy hard. I don't think Greensboro would have but made. Yeah, they were more so one of the ACC teams that got it stolen. Probably so, but I mean, I would say that. I mean, it seemed like NC State or NC Greensboro, rather, sorry, would have a bid if they just won their conference. They lost yeah. to Wilford, and then they still kind of had hope for it. But a lot of things happened. Uh, I was not a. I'm glad Oregon won the Pac-12, though. I am really glad that Oregon won the Pac-12 because I think they deserve to be in it after the end of the season. I think the Pac-12 only deserved one bid, to be honest with you. The Pac-12 <laughs> well, was man, horrible they, this year. What did they get? Well, they got Washington, Arizona State, and Oregon. I think okay. they only deserved Oregon in there and, guess, Washington State. But Arizona State should not be in there. They did not finish the season strong at all. In fact, they finished the season very badly. So, yeah. not really. I mean, the Pac-12 is down completely. I mean, Oregon, though, obviously was a team. They started out the season hot. Then Bull Bull got hurt. They kind of had to find their and team. And then they found it, though. Yeah. And I think, that, I think they're really interesting in terms of uh, being a team to watch out for. In the tournament, because they do that, something that you don't really see very often is they do a full court press, but they only do it when the they score. So if they score, they put a full press, full court press on. But if they don't score, they just go back and set a defense up. But I think that's a that's an interesting thing to do. So I think that they might be like they might give somebody a hiccup or so to start the tournament that they wouldn't be expecting. You know what I'm saying? So, they're definitely, I think, a team to watch. So, I'm glad they won the Pac-12. But the Pac-12, not a very good conference this year. No, I mean, we didn't even talk about them on our conference championship Didn't even talk. Well, they, I mean, what, yeah, what, they, what was there to talk about? Exactly. There's nothing to talk about. Besides, I barely even watch the Pac-12. When, it's, when there's college basketball on at 11 o'clock at night, it's the Pac-12. Where I'm going to watch NBA. I'm watching NBA 150 times out of 100. 100%. Over Pac-12. 100 But let's get down to the bracket here. We'll start in let's the East region here. Obviously, you got Duke as the number one seed. Your two seed, Michigan State. Three seed LSU, four seed Virginia Tech. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Those four teams I've stated right there were all four teams that I wanted to pick to go deep in this tournament. I actually think there's probably like eight max teams that can win this in title. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be one of those eight, one of these eight teams. Talented, but, talented league we were playing in. Yeah, but I mean, I just feel like it kind of sucks. I mean, everybody's in there with Duke, like Michigan State. Like, I feel like they yeah. got the short end of the stick, you know? I will say uh, Duke is 100% the favorite. 100%. Uh, probably the favorite of the entire bracket or, you know, up there with a couple teams. Yeah. And I think that Michigan State, look, they played their hearts out against Michigan. They came back, won it. They lost a pretty key cog and a senior in Kyle Aarons. So I do think that they will miss him at least a little bit. I mean, you don't lose a senior with uh, leadership and don't expect to, you know, play at the same standard. But... I will say Virginia Tech worries me for Duke. I think that's the dark horse of this bracket. Virginia Tech does get Justin Robinson back. They're arguably their best player. Definitely their best player before, you know, he went out. Uh, You had a couple people 
rise to the call of duty but i think that they are a team to definitely look out for especially on a neutral ground against duke which would be scary and they would probably play them around what sweet 16 i don't know i mean when the yeah they would play each other in the um sweet 16 but i actually don't think virginia tech can beat duke i think that it's a revenge game for duke which is one number Mm -hmm. two they didn't have zion in that matchup as well virginia tech was at home look virginia tech is a team i thought could make a deep run in this tournament i think the way they shoot the three-point ball they got they got some good players they play good defense buzz williams is a great coach but i mean like like you were saying to me before we started they got justin robinson back what did you see that? What against y'all Florida State game? Where yeah, you shot that cup. <laughs> yeah, it was funny, but I mean Virginia Tech though. I mean I wanted to take them to make a deep little run in this tournament, but I don't think they can get past Duke here. I really feel bad for Michigan State because I ought to put them in the Final Four. If not, I think Michigan State defends really well. Don't ever the feel way bad they play for that Michigan zone. State. How many times have we seen Michigan State? In the final four. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Izzo's a great coach. I mean, I think Michigan State versus Duke's going to be a hell of a game. I actually like those as my sleeper team to make a lot of noise in this bracket. As Belmont, if they're able to beat Temple tonight, I really think Belmont can pull this game off. I think they're a three and a half point favorite right now. Mm -hmm. I would definitely take that line if I were y'all. But I think Belmont can take Temple down this game. They can beat Maryland. Maryland, not a great road team. I think that'll catch up to them. LSU, I mean, they don't have their coach, Will Wade. Um, the way Yale plays, Yale wants to push pace. I think that um, LSU will gladly want to push pace as well with them. The thing that, is, though, LSU is really good at rebounding, so I think they can still get past Yale, but it'll be a close game. Yeah. But I don't think they can get past Belmont in the and next game. like I said, uh, it works out for me because we talked about, you know, our dark horses before mm. the conference tournaments uh, really kind of took fruition. And I think that... Uh, Belmont was one of my sleeper picks, and it helps them tremendously because Maryland is a team that, honestly, without their quick start to the season, I don't think they're really that... I mean, they finished the season, what, 6-7? and I don't think they did anything that great. I think they actually lost to a 13 seed in their conference tournament when Nebraska... Or, well, not a 13 seed, but a 13-ranked Nebraska. They lost to them in their conference tournament, and... I just, I think that Maryland definitely is a team that is uh, running out of steam at the wrong time, for sure. I think they're running out of energy. I don't think they can pull it off. And another key thing with that is Belmont will then go to play the probably, in all likelihood, the coachless LSU yeah. Tigers. So it's it's a nice little run for them. Uh, Michigan State would be the toughest one. And Louisville. I expect a good game out of that Michigan State-Louisville game if they both are able to advance. Minnesota's no slouch, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, Louisville's also trending down. I mean, you got the fact that Patino's mm-hmm. son's coaching at Minnesota, and Louisville ran Patino off. So, I mean, that plays a little factor in there, too. Mm-hmm. But I don't think either of those teams can get past Michigan State. I think, realistically, Michigan State or Duke is the team that's going to end yeah. up coming out of this side. I don't really see any other way it happens. I mean, I guess... I would say my two dark horses are going to be... Uh, I would say Virginia Tech, and I want to say Belmont. I'm going to just go with it. Uh, LSU is obviously the one that's a dark horse simply because they don't have their coach. They have a bunch of, like, you know. But, like, but see, my thing is in March Madness, what wins in March Madness? I mean, there's it's occasionally the play, uh, yeah. there's occasionally that team with the freshmen, like a, like a mm-hmm. Kentucky or yeah. a Duke, that'll mm-hmm. make the run. But it's all about the veterans, it's the and magic. it's all about coaching. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is what it comes down to. When you don't have your coach, I feel like it really puts you at a disadvantage. Obviously, LSU is three five-stars on their team, but... I just don't really think they can end up getting it done here. I mean, their talented team. I mean, also LSU has the most overtime wins in college basketball. So it means they're basically huge, yeah, that means they're one. basically just getting lucky on coin flip games. So, I mean, a couple other games don't go LSU's way. You know, they're a six seed. So, and 
regardless of the recruiting allegations and everything, you know, around that situation, he was, I mean, he's a great coach. So they're definitely losing a huge aspect of their team. So I don't know if they're going to be an early out or they're going to like kind of squeeze their way through, but definitely don't think that they have what it takes to make a deep tournament run unless they somehow get him back. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. Let's move now to what we say when we do next, the South region. Yeah, South. Yeah, let's so, move. I'll let you kick this one off. Um, so the South region, the one seed is going to be Virginia, the two seed, Tennessee. I would say that, I mean, it's a toss-up, but after the way Tennessee played against Auburn, uh, that's just not a very good look in a big-time game, although Tennessee probably felt like Auburn definitely had more to gain than Tennessee did in that game. So it definitely affects it, but at the same time, you have to win that game. It's the SEC championship. You haven't won it in a long time Mm -hmm. or a while now. And I think that Virginia is the favorite. Uh, We talked about Oregon earlier as being a dark horse. Uh, That's one of my dark horses. I think that they can make some... uh, Make some noise just by being, you know, different. Just a different look. Other than that, you know, you have uh, the reigning champions, Villanova, as a six seed. They go off against St. Mary's. You have Purdue in there as a three seed. Uh, Cincinnati is a seven. Tennessee is a two. And I would definitely still pick Virginia as the favorite in this or this uh, region. Uh, what do you? What are your thoughts? Um, I would also pick Virginia to win this region. I picked them in my bracket. Look, Virginia, their only losses this season were to Florida State mm-hmm. in the ACC tournament and to Duke. So I mean, Virginia's dominated all of college basketball pretty much. They're like twenty. They were like twenty-one and five against the spread against teams not named. I guess I think they finished up twenty-one and six against teams not named Duke against the spread. I, or I guess yeah. twenty-two and seven since they lost to Florida State. But I mean, Virginia, with, the, with the exception of the two Duke games. They've beat everybody that they've played. Yeah, even and they Florida even State. beat Florida State. State. When we played them at yeah. Virginia yeah. Tech or at Virginia. They beat us by twenty mm-hmm. points. So I mean, Virginia's a great team. I really think they can get through here. I think Oregon can get to the Sweet Sixteen. I don't really believe in Wisconsin at all. Kansas yeah. State won't have Dean Wade, and we've seen how bad they play without Dean Wade. I think that UC Irvine, the mm-hmm. Anteaters, can get them. It's been a popular pick. I really think the, you think the Anteaters can get to the next day here and go play Virginia or go play Virginia. The next I weekend. have heard that Dean Wade might return though. Uh, I didn't know he missed the conference tournament, but he may return. It's not going to be this first round. Mm-hmm. I think it would be the second round. But even so, uh, you know, coming back from an injury, definitely, in, unless you're a freak of nature like Zion mm-hmm. Williamson, I definitely think it takes a little bit of time. But I definitely agree with you. I think that they're a team that's kind of another one of those teams. That's, there's a lot of teams in the bracket that have kind of run out of energy at the wrong time. Yeah. And we'll get to some of those teams definitely think later. Purdue is also, I kind of like Old Dominion over Purdue in this game. I really feel like that Carson Edwards is kind of, you know, like they're really on, yeah. they're a bad Carson Edwards game away from getting yeah. eliminated. And I could really see it happening here. I mean, Purdue hasn't really impressed me. I think Cincinnati can make some noise in this bracket. I could see them potentially upsetting Tennessee. I mean, I think they're misseeded here. Mm-hmm. They're kind of, they're also playing in Ohio. So, you know, I feel like they're kind of being given a gift here. So, I mean, I could definitely see Cincinnati making a run. I think Tennessee, though, losing. That see, I'm more of a believer that good teams that lose in the conference tournament that it makes them hungry. Like Virginia, I think that they kind of got to their heads a little bit in the ACC tournament. I mean, they absolutely blew out Louisville. Virginia shoots three point ball really well too. I believe they're like third in NCA and three point percentage. Yeah, they do. So I mean, and they're very they're very uh, streaky in terms of you know if 
in terms of you know just hitting threes and mm-hmm. but Virginia's defense though yeah. I feel like their defense they can dominate I mean court. their defense their will be able to dominate pretty much tough. yeah all these teams I think their defense matches up very well as well mm-hmm. against Tennessee For sure. I mean I think Virginia gets through this region I think they come out hungry and tough I know a lot of y'all don't believe in them because of what happened last year but I think what happened last year and what happened to them against Florida State were actually good things for them I feel like that it makes this team more hungry and they're not gonna just come out there and be like oh whatever you know what I mean they're gonna come out here and they're gonna be hungry and they're gonna want to prove something and that's what they're gonna try to do here in this game so I actually like Virginia to get out of this region I think it's either I think only Virginia or Tennessee gets out of this region I also think Villanova that they can get I think Villanova can at least get to the sweet 16 Jay Wright does a good job coaching this team and we saw how yeah how they always pay, they basically I mean, always win the Big they're, East. They're right? basically always, or no matter what you think of Villanova, no matter what you think of what they've lost a season before, mm-hmm. Villanova is one of those teams that's always going to have some type of um, motivation to advance, and they've always been a tough out in this tournament. Like they've literally always been a tough out, so they're definitely a difficult team, especially with you know like some. I mean, I don't want to say Tennessee is inexperienced, but they are. They are inexperienced in this tournament. Uh, somebody like Villanova could definitely maybe slip in a win against them. But at the same time, I definitely feel like Tennessee and Virginia will be playing each other at the end of this region, and I think Virginia will be leaving. Yeah, I know. I, I think I think Virginia pulls it out, man. I feel like it's... No, that's... Oh, oh, Virginia, I thought you said... I thought you said okay, okay. Virginia is definitely getting out of here. I think that... There's some, there's some like, there's some teams that could definitely pull an upset, and I'm not gonna put an upset pass any of these teams, you know. But I definitely think that Virginia has the best shot, and I think that they do pull it out, especially with what happened to them last year as a one seed. I think that they definitely have an added, you know, hunger. Yeah. They have something that they need to satisfy. I think that they will get mm-hmm. it done. And see, this is like a kind of bracket that I wish like a Michigan State or a Virginia Tech yeah, or somebody was sure. in. Because I feel like that's the kind of one where they could go out and make a run, you know. So I feel like that one's really stacked up. But, I mean, you got any last thoughts on this one before we move to the West? Um, Yeah, I will say what we talked about on Purdue. Uh, Purdue's one of those teams that could definitely have some magic. If, however, huge if, if Carson Edwards, you know, is mm-hmm. completely dominant, yes, they can have some magic. But I think that, you know... One bad game is literally it's a ticking time bomb for them. If he has a one poor shooting game, I mean he had he started playing bad at the end of the season, and we kind of saw you know how we, it exposed Purdue as a team. So I definitely think that they could have some magic, but it all depends on the ticking time bomb in Carson Edwards. So next up, we will go to the West or Midwest. Let's go to the West okay, here, cool. and so your the, guys, the Florida State. Yeah, my Seminoles, baby. So the one seed here is Gonzaga. The two seeds, Michigan. Three seed is Texas Tech. Four seed, Florida State. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start here and talk about Florida State. Obviously, I think we'll get past Vermont. I think Vermont can keep this game close, though. I think that. I think that, you know, it's just one of those, you know, it's just one of those matchups, like the area we're in and stuff, it's a lot closer to Vermont, so I feel like that Vermont's going to be able to, you know, have some fans out there, make it close, but we'll you still get by the, to the next round. You broke the region up with a four seed versus the 13 seed, I love it. Oh, dude. No you, bias, you, no bias Did included. you really think I was going to start anywhere no else? No bias included. Look, <laughs> obviously, I like Florida State to get past Murray State in the next round. I think Marquette, another one of those teams that's run out of gas, I mean, they finished the season horribly. Definitely. You look at Marcus Howard. Definitely. He played bad in the last couple games. They got bounced early. It, Andy also hurt his wrist, yeah, apparently, so he's what got an injury. when you rely so heavily on somebody mm-hmm. to score in college basketball, especially with this end-of-the-season run in which you're playing, you know, every single night. And I think that they have definitely run out of steam. 
Murray State looked powerful when they won their conference, and uh, I know I know it's not you know a power conference or anything, but they definitely looked really good. John Morant's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun first round. Yeah, and Murray State has other guys too besides John Morant, but I mean John Morant absolutely he's there. He puts the team on his yeah, back. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, and that's what you want to see. Marcus Howard did the exact opposite. So I mean, mm-hmm. this is what you know. I feel like Marquette played their best basketball at the beginning. You know, they've trended down now. Mar- Murray State is trending yes. up. They got past Belmont, so I like that. This is how you know, though, that I'm unbiased here. I do have Florida beating Nevada. I think Nevada, I mean, they haven't really played anybody all season long. They're also trending downwards. Um, don't have them going very far. Um, I think I think the sleeper teams in this bracket, look, I really like Gonzaga. I think they're a great team. I, like me and you argued on the last one, you disagreed with me on this. I think Gonzaga was more so like, I mean, they were uninterested. They had, beat Mer- they had already beaten St. Mary's last time they played by 40 points. They hadn't lost a single game in that entire conference. Their only losses this year before St. Mary's were to um, UNC mm-hmm. and to Tennessee. So, I mean, two top 10 teams in the nation. So, I mean, I feel like they were uninterested. They wanted to move on. I mean, Florida State versus Gonzaga. I mean, Bob, it's I tough honestly... Up because I, the big guys, though. Yeah, I picked Florida State to beat them, but I mean... That's going to be a great game there. I think the team that's going to come out of this bracket is either Texas Tech, Florida State, or Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be one of those three. I went with Florida State, obviously, but I think Texas Tech can really make a run here. They started, they hit over 10 threes, I think, in like nine out of their last 10 yep. games, so they found their three-point shot. And on top of that, they have Jarrett Culver, probably one of the top best five. guards in the yeah, yeah, top five. Pick potential, potential pro- yeah, 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 potential yeah. prospect there, and they're a really, really, really good defensive team. So I mean, I think when they play Buffalo in the next round, yeah, Buffalo wants to push their pace, but I think also losing that game for Texas Tech to West Virginia was an eye opener. You know, I think Texas it's gonna Tech make Buffalo them game could be a shootout though. And I will say, back to Gonzaga real quick. Gonzaga definitely didn't. They almost like had a win-win situation by mm. losing their conference tournament because one, they get added rest that other teams didn't get. In terms of you know conference champions, yeah, they finished on Monday, yeah. right? So than- yeah, and that could help them and hurt them because a lot of teams, you know, there's only two types of teams that win a conference tournament, and it's either the powerhouse that just was gonna do it regardless, or the team that ran off, you know, just momentum. Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna be a momentum team. They could be, luckily for them, most more often than not. A uh, team that is strong inside for like big men usually are not mo- huge momentum teams. So that I think the rest will help them, and I think they'll they will definitely be a team to look out for. I think that you are definitely right though in terms of Florida State, Texas Tech, and Gonzaga. I don't want to count Michigan out, but uh, I definitely think that it's going to be a tough it's a tough tournament for them for sure because. They have some tough matchups, uh, some some things that, you know, tennis or Florida is not going to be an easy out for them, or it's not going to be an easy win for them by any means. Florida lost to Michigan State by four earlier in the season, and, you know, that's kind of a matchup that doesn't really work out that well with them. Uh, Florida is a good three-point shooting team lately, as of as of late, for sure. And they definitely have the size to match up with Michigan. So Michigan has a tough run. And as a two-seed, I think that's the toughest region uh, for a two-seed, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe in Michigan personally. They, they're they not very deep. They definitely have trended down as the season's gone on. I mean, they Michigan State proved they absolutely dominated and were mm-hmm. able to take away their scoring. I think Texas Tech can do a very similar thing to them. I think that Florida does, or Michigan doesn't get past the Sweet 16. Um, I mean, this Florida State-Texas Tech game for me is a tough matchup. I really could see Texas Tech getting the Final Four. I feel like that they're just hungry, you know, after losing that that game. I will say this, though, about Gonzaga as well. They only scored 
47 points in their last game, and they average 88.8 per game. That's mm-hmm. even more so to me why I'm not worried for Gonzaga at all. I think it was just a really bad outing for them. But I'm interested to see the way everything ends up playing out, you know, in these in this bracket. I think that this I bracket think the West is the most is, up yeah, for grabs. Yeah, I was going to say, the West is the most wide open. I don't think that there's a true favorite in the West. I think that's like one of the only ones that mm-hmm. doesn't have a true favorite. And I think that that will be the one to look out for in terms of, you know, All right, you know, you know what, since I have to be unbiased and I have to be a legit sports analyst here in the situation, <laughs> I will give Texas Tech the edge of Florida State to go to the final four. Whoa. Um, this leads perfectly over to the Midwest talk Whoa. here. I have all I had all four ACC teams in the Final Four. Obviously, that won't happen. I will say this when filling out a bracket. Look, I think it's stupid to really read in big into upsets when filling out your bracket. Obviously, you can pick some, but I mean, mm-hmm. realistically, at the end of the day, are you really going to be able to call like a number eight seed South Carolina going to the Final Four? I mean, no, you're not really going to. I think you're better off, yes, picking some upsets, but ultimately picking the best, the teams you think are the best to go and the best teams you think are the best to win you know ultimately I think that's the best way to do it um I think North Carolina is going to win this entire thing honestly I really think they're the best team in the nation I mean North Carolina plays one of the fastest paces they're oh the boy, third highest scoring praying, team I am praying that we get a Duke North Carolina uh, it's never happened I, I it really hasn't happened and there's never, not many situations ever where it, there's not many situations where it has even been possible mm-hmm. to happen and it is possible this year we have Duke, you know, coming from the uh, yeah. East, and then we have the Midwest and North Carolina. I also think losing that game for North Carolina is kind of a bonus for them. They don't have to play as many. They didn't have to play as many games, you know, in the ACC yeah. tournament. I think losing might actually have helped them out sure. a little bit. I mean, they got bounced early last year. I mean, this is a tough bracket, though. You got a two seed in Kentucky. Three seed is Houston. I would not sleep on the University of Houston at all. I mean, they've shot thirty percent against Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why they didn't win that game and find themselves on the two seed. And they've definitely Michigan. played. They have. They have. They've held up well with a you know a variety of mm-hmm. different teams. I mean, they had LSU at their peak, and they beat them by six yeah. earlier in the season. Auburn's a good team, but I mean, they don't match up well at all against against North Carolina. I no. think that New Mexico State will play them well, but at the end of the day, I think Auburn will get past them. I think New Mexico Auburn's, State could cover like, the spread, but Auburn will get past. But I don't believe in Kansas at all. I actually have Northeastern upsetting them. I feel like they've trended downward, and they got blown out in that championship game, but... I really, really like Iowa State as well. I think they can play good, but them versus Houston's going to be a good game, but ultimately I don't think either of these teams can get past Kentucky, and we'll see the one and the two seed play each other in the championship. Mm. I will say I, I it's tough for Auburn because mm-hmm. I definitely feel like in the right situation, Auburn could have done really well and kind of could have advanced pretty well, but I don't think North Carolina is a horrible matchup for them, which is their... Which would be the matchup that they would have to make to get to a deep run. Yeah, the only reason why I disagree with you on that on Auburn, I think Auburn's a good team, but I also think that Auburn should be inconsistent. And I think yeah. that eventually teams return to kind of regress to the mean, you know. And Auburn, I mean, they were just, had an up-and-down season this year. And so I feel like that Auburn kind of played their best basketball, they won the conference tournament. I mean, I could see New Mexico State beating them. I have Auburn winning the game. I think that just the way Auburn shoots the three ball, I mean, shoot, it could be a five-point game with – Four minutes left. You know, mm-hmm. Auburn comes down, hits three threes. You don't get a basket, and the game's pretty much over. You know, so I think Auburn's too talented to lose here. Obviously, it's March; anything can happen. Mm-hmm. I just don't see them going very deep in the tournament. They I definitely have Kansas after uh, Bill Self is a great coach. Uh, he's dealt with plenty of adversity this year with Kansas, and he's a always going to be a tough out. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Auburn has. It's it's tough because they have such a hard run into the uh, that game that they would want to get to with North Carolina. So I don't. I don't know. I think we definitely see Kansas, uh, North Carolina, 
Possibly. Ooh, yeah. really? See, I don't think Kansas gets past Northeastern. I think Eastern. Kansas just gets past uh, North e- or uh, Northwest or Northeastern and then goes and beats Auburn. Ooh, see, so, I'm on Northeastern in this game. I think Northeastern's a little getting a little underrated. You know, they can score the ball. They can score the ball well. They're a good team. I mean, they they beat Alabama by 16 points earlier this season. Kansas is obviously without uh, Azimbuke and LeGerald uh, Vick. So I mean, I think that Kansas is just. I feel like they've definitely played their better basketball this season. It's kind of over for them at this point. I, don't I mean, yeah, for sure. But I definitely feel like, I mean, I, what, I would like to know the stat. We need a stat guy in here. Yeah, we really we do. Just get one. Let's just go get one. Yeah, let's, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, post on Indeed after this is <laughs> over. You need to get a stat guy because I'd love to see the stat on Bill Self first round exits. Hey, here's actually an interesting stat for you. So except for the Nerlens Noel year when Kentucky missed the tournament and then they had I can't remember which other team it was when they got upset in the second round. Every single year Kyle Parr has been at Kentucky, he's gotten to the second week of, of March Madness. So I mean, that's another reason why Sheesh. I think Yeah, and I think actually a game that we need to touch on a little bit here in the bottom half of the bracket here is Wofford versus Seton Hall. I mean, Wofford has um what's his what's the three-point shooter's name? McGee or whatever his name is for Wofford? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, yeah. The, the white, I can't think of his name right now, but I actually like Seton Hall in this game. I really, really, really like Seton Hall, actually, in this Yeah, match. you're a big Seton Hall guy. Yeah, sure. I mean, Seton Hall definitely played better basketball at the end of the season. Um, Seton Hall is led by one of the nation's top scorers in Miles Powell. He's averaging 22.9 points been per game. been all show to say that. Thing. Yeah, we were talking about it right before we got going. Yeah, Miles Powell's a beast, and I think that actually this game kind of favors the way Seton Hall plays, and I think mm-hmm. Seton Hall will manage to bounce Wofford out right here. Obviously, neither team team gets past Kentucky. I think Kentucky versus Houston really will be one hell of a game. I will say, yeah, I, I will say though, all these seven and ten seed, seven to ten seed matchups Coin across the board are always the best games to watch in the first round. Mm-hmm. They're always like super tight. So they're definitely the hardest ones to pick. Although I do agree with you, uh, Seton Hall definitely is one of those teams that can Pull off the upset. Yeah, and a four seed always lose to, loses to a thirteen, and a five always, always loses, loses to a twelve. 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, those are the biggest matchups where we see mismatches. I mean, looking at just looking across the bracket in general, do you see any of these uh, fifteen seeds being able to beat a two seed? A fifteen seed being a two seed. Oof. Um, God, oh man, is it happens a good? It happens. Let's say like two out of every three years, I think, or something. It happens a good bit. I actually could see Montana. Being able to beat Michigan, Montana's been a good tournament team. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, Montana, you know what I mean? I'm like, hell no, yeah. I'm not picking that in my bracket. But there's definitely a good possibility. I would probably pick Tennessee, too, especially with how they perform yes. against Auburn. Uh, not necessarily, like, it's – you don't want to, like, over, you know, over-exaggerate or over, mm-hmm. like, worry about this Auburn loss because Auburn's a good team. And they had a lot more to gain, like we said, a lot more to gain from that Tennessee game. And I mean, I could I could see them being the two seed that definitely gets knocked out first. I don't know whether it would be in the first round or after. I don't think it will be in the first round. I think mm-hmm. all the two seeds will be safe after the first round. But yeah, more likely I think than that, not. More likely than not, I think Tennessee would be the one to go first. Which yeah. I hate to hate on Tennessee, but I also love it because Tennessee, whatever. <laughs> Spoken like a true Georgia fan. Don't even. I don't care for them, man. <laughs> Orange is an ugly color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, definitely see that. So, I mean, overall, though, looking at the bracket, I mean, these should be a great grouping of games and everything. I'm very excited to watch all of them. I think probably the best first round game 
I mean, which which game are you looking forward to watching to the most in the first round? I won't say Florida State, I promise. <laughs> the, what game am I most looking forward to? Who mm-hmm. man. Um, can we do? Can we just run through the run through it again and do East, South, Midwest? Yeah, let's let's pick our best game in each best each game games. in the East. Woo! This is gonna be awesome. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with. Mm, this one's a tough one. I think I'm going to go with Louisville, Minnesota. We talked about the Patino mm-hmm. issue. Well, not issue, but situation. Yeah, the Patino, it's Patino. Great uh, drama for mm-hmm. it. So I think that one's going to be a good game. I think there's going to be a lot of animosity between both teams. I, I love animosity between teams. It's my favorite thing. So I think that one's going to be a very energetic game. I think that LSU versus Yale will actually be a good game. I think this That's game's going to come down to the wire. You know, no coach. Both these teams, I mean, LSU will gladly play Yale in a track meet, and Yale plays at one of the fastest paces in all of college basketball. Mm-hmm. So I think this one will be a track meet, and ultimately, I mean, I think LSU pulls it out, but it'd be a fun Seven one overtime watch. games for LSU, too, so it could go to overtime. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I think that one will be a fun one to watch, ultimately. I'll definitely uh, be taking Yale points in that one. I think they're plus seven. So, so. who you got in the South? What's your game? <sighs> My best game to watch in the South will probably... Probably be it's tough. I would probably say Oregon, Wisconsin. I think okay. will be a good one to watch. I think Oregon will pull off that upset. I think it could be a close definitely. game. So I mean, I'll probably I definitely. Stick, I'll I'm go definitely down. with Oregon on the upset. That 12 and five seed upset always happens. Literally always happens. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a year it hasn't happened. And I think just to go against the grain here, I think that my favorite game to watch. Is going to be Villanova at St. Mary's. I That's think a good that one too. Championship in conference. Uh, it's just going to be a fun time. Uh, I think it, it. I think it's going to be a interesting matchup for sure. Especially since you know Villanova's the defending champions, so they don't want to get knocked in the first round. Uh, they're not a very good situation to not get knocked in the first round because they definitely could. So I definitely think that'll be a tight game. Might come down to the wire. Worth watching for sure. The next conference that we will go to is the West. Uh, my matchup, obviously, going to jump you because you might use the same one, is Marquette Murray State, just because we get two of the top scorers in college mm-hmm. basketball. Uh, Marcus Howard definitely dealing with a wrist injury and has slowed down a little bit. John Morant has done nothing but speed up. Both of them are, you know, prolific scorers. They can score in any way, shape, or form. So I think that that game will be fun to watch, even if it's not, you know, even if it's not like a close game. I think it will be fun to watch. I'm going to go with Nevada and Florida. I think that one will be fun to watch. I think it will be a close game. I think ultimately Florida will come out and pull this game out. But, I like that. I mean, I don't think Florida is good enough to go in there and beat Nevada by 10 points, you know. Yeah. So I think that one will come down to a last-second shot. I mean, obviously I wanted to choose Marquette Murray State, but you bastard, you had to jump me for that one. Um, let's go to the Midwest region. You can region. jump me on one for this one. You <laughs> all right, There's all not right. that many great ones. Fair enough. So Midwest region. I'm going to go Seton Hall versus Wofford. I think that that game, or Wofford, I think that game is going to be a close game, but I think ultimately Miles Powell is going to pull Wofford, or pull a Seton Hall through in this one, and they're going to get like a 2-3 point W as the underdog. You know what? I'm going to just do it. Just just do it as a as a Georgia guy. Mm-hmm. Georgia State-Houston game. Okay. Just I have a feeling about it. I think it's probably because the college is about 15 minutes from us. But <laughs> hey, I mean, they did it once before. They've done it before. They do it They've done it yeah. before. I was in a math class when that happened. It's pretty wild. RJ Hunter, 
I think that was mm-hmm. that was the year, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When the, Baylor, yeah, when the coach, coach uh, he had, he was on like that. Remember, he hurt his ankle yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, fell yeah, off yeah, the yeah, seat. yeah. They're all taxed. Yeah, that was game. That game was crazy. I was man. in a uh, R.J. Barrett. I think they were down by or not R.J. Barrett. R.J. Hunter. Uh huh. They were down by what, like ten points coming into that uh, last two minutes, and they came back. And I remember being in like a basic level college math class at the time, and like me and a couple other people were like freaking out about it. And we just all got in trouble, and she was like, "What are y'all doing?" Yeah, we were all sitting there in about a 120 person accounting class, and I was sitting towards the back, and I had my laptop up, so I was taking notes, and we were just sitting there watching March Madness. And when they hit the shot, we were all like, "Oh!" And the teacher was like, looked back at us, and we were just like, and "Just like he was like, he was like, what just happened?" And we were like, "Oh, nothing." He's like, "I know you're all watching March Madness." And we were yeah, like, good we were like, "Come here!" We were like, "Come here, come here!" And he looked at it and he started laughing. So, no, I mean, we can all remember where we were for that one, but it was a great one. But I mean, man, I'm excited for these games to start. I can't wait. Me and Brad will definitely have a lot more coming for y'all on. Yeah, these. we'll probably hit one about every uh, every round. We'll get another one out there so mm-hmm. we can kind of just touch on things. We can revisit what we have already talked about. Probably going to be wrong a lot. Let's face it. Everybody's wrong with yeah, March, March Madness. Man. So we'll try to be right as much as possible, but the madness sometimes just is overwhelming. So we'll get back to it as soon as possible after the round of 64 is wrapped up and ready to go for round of 32. You got any more? That's about all I got to say. I mean, like I said earlier with filling out your bracket, I mean, go with who you think the best teams are. I mean, yeah, there probably won't be four. I mean, there's no almost no shot there's going to be four ACC teams in the final, you know, or there's almost no shot, you know, that there's going to be all one seeds, you know, but I think you're better off picking favorites to go to the final four and picking the better teams than you are picking these upset teams, you know. So. Especially if you got money on the line. Mm-hmm, that's what I'm saying. So I think that's end up going to end up being your best way of picking these games. I mean, I think that Duke and UNC are the two best teams, so I think one of those two will end up prevailing. Is the, I, th- I think it's going to be one of them two that wins it. And by the way, say a quick prayer that we get – I don't care who you're a fan of – that we get a Duke-UNC National Championship. No, that we get a Florida State versus UNC National Championship. <laughs> I don't know wants to see that. <laughs> no, hey, I want to see it. That's all that matters. But appreciate everyone tuning in once again. Brett, appreciate you coming on once no again. We got a lot more coming for y'all throughout March Madness. But appreciate you guys. Let's hope everybody wins their bracket pool. So see y'all soon.